Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. So good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you're listening to this, I'm doing this on audio format, but also on my video. Right now, I'm sitting back. I'm having a conversation with all of you folks about a couple things that are on my mind. So first of all, I just wanted to thank everybody, all the support that I've been having, all of the different people that have come into my life across my path through TikTok, through Instagram, Facebook, and all the other avenues, my YouTube channel, Facebook page, and everything, and all the patron supporters that have been part of this journey so far. I'm appreciative of all of you from the bottom of my heart and making sure that you know that I am thankful for everything you guys have done for me. So, so what I wanted to do is I wanted to record a podcast here today in live format, like a live version of what the podcast looks like with you on a microphone here to be able to do whatever we have to do. <laughs> so as, as I'm sitting here and I'm kind of rolling through this whole entire thing, I just wanted to make sure that we are in a good spot and everybody's uh, all set and ready to go. So here's what the podcast is going to be all about. So what I want to do is I want to be able to sit back and I want to be able to talk about something that was on my mind. And what's been on my mind lately a lot is is social media. Of course, that's the space that I'm playing in. That's where I'm at. That's the Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all these other places that I'm that I'm messing around with to be able to dive into investing back in people and making sure that I'm doing the things that are necessary for you to be successful, for me to be successful, and for us to do it heart to heart and in in the in the mode of things, right? So I'm doing it a little differently today because usually I do it all in the mornings. So that's hence the coffee talk name was something that I used to do by drinking the coffee, share with all of you and have a great conversation with it. But today it's after I've gotten off of work and I'm kind of relaxed a little bit. And I just was having a conversation with somebody and it was all about social media. And the conversation that I was having was all about the, the angst of social media, the pains of social media, the ability for us to be able to influence others and be able to dive into things negatively and positively with social media. But one of the things that we talked about was is how people lose sight of themselves with social media. So for instance, people might, if they uh, lost a lot of weight and then they gained a huge following with the social media aspect of it through their journey or different paths that they've taken with it, and they lose sight of them as a person, not only for the weight that they lost, but also from the social media aspect of it. Or if somebody had a viral video on TikTok or something like that, and the social media aspect blew up and it exploded and went all kinds of different directions, people lose sight of themselves sometimes. They they miss out on the opportunity to actually influence and have positive relationships with people based on the fact that they are stuck in a place where they're so focused on the likes or the or the follows or those kind of things that they lose sight of themselves. Now, the one thing I was talking to them about was, is that's really easy to do in this space of social media. I've seen good friends of mine. I've seen folks, even myself, have fallen into the trap of how do we stay outside of the realm of worrying about what people are thinking about us and the likes and the shares and the follows and all that stuff. How do we stay outside of that realm and keep ourselves in a safe environment of where we're at? Even if you have one follower all the way up to millions or hundreds of thousands of followers. You know, I've heard many people come to me, probably more so recently than anything else, say to me on their Facebook pages that they don't like going on Facebook because of the political aspect of it, because of the hatred, the animosity, all of the stuff that goes on 
on a Facebook page where it's flooded with that nowadays. People aren't liking that. They're not really caring about that fact, and they they they're 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 not appreciating that aspect of it of what social media could be used in different foreign formats mostly because people have seen fake news people have seen all kinds of different stuff that has gone on through social media and we've heard the rumors of you know meddling of elections and all kinds of other stuff that has gone on where you don't know what's real and what's not anymore right so i hear you on this on the fact that you may look at something like a social media aspect of it, and think to yourself that it's a negative space. Think to yourself, this has no value to me. It has no uh, interaction with me. Even my family and everybody else that might have already left TikTok or I mean, left a Facebook or anything like that, does it show any value of where I'm at with everything? Not really sure, right? But what it does is, is it sits back and it, it gives you a, a little bit of pause with social media, okay? So one of the things that it can do is, is it can connect people. One of the original reasons why Facebook and, and social media was brought together was to connect people. It was a college-based program to be able to meet up where we're going for drinks or partying or whatever else, a social network of people to get together to have a conversation, to be able to build relationships with each other and do all the things that they need to, right? So there's a lot of things that go into play with social media. And the intent was to be able to bring people together, not to divide people, right? So at the end of the day, social media right now kind of gets a bad rap, doesn't it? I mean, outside of maybe, I mean, even Twitter that's used as a forum for public personalities to be able to spit out whatever they want to spit out at times when it's lost its luster of what it used to be or what it was meant for or what it's intended for. So the conversation that I was having with this person was about social media and losing sight of yourself as you've gained followers or you've done things like, you know, the likes and the shares and all that stuff. But I thought of it in a bigger scheme of things, the grander scheme of things. And I thought of it, especially playing in the space of weight loss journey in the space of having relationships with folks online that are in the same community that I am, whether it's through weight loss, whether it's through eating healthy, whether it's through any of those things. And what I've seen, and I can tell you, uh, my buddy Jonathan Giordano and I have had conversations before on how people change as they progress into the next stage or what the metamorphosis of who they want to become, when they become that next stage of where they want to be, people have changed before in our lives, in my life, people around us, and it's because the the dynamic has changed, right? The overall feeling of who you are as a person might change because now with weight loss or those kind of things, you might feel like you're you're losing weight, you're feeling better about yourself, your confidence level goes up, your ability to be able to connect with other people in a way that you weren't able to do before. So what does that do? That usually builds up those endorphins. It builds up that, that confidence level with yourself. And you're able to go and do things that you might not have been able to do before, right? I mean, outside of just the regular stuff like riding on a roller coaster like you've never been able to before, or running with your children, or the, uh, the athletic ability to be able to do things that you haven't been able to do before as well is pretty overwhelming, isn't it? I mean, if you've lost weight in your life and you've gotten to a place where you feel really good about where you're at, doesn't it feel pretty amazing that you're in a place where you can do those kind of things and you can invest in yourself and do all the things that you want to do just based on the fact that you are now a little skinnier or you feel healthier or your body can do those kind of things. That's amazing. I don't want to lose sight of that. I, I want to make sure I, I, I keep that in mind as we're having this conversation.
But my point is, sorry, I just had to step away just for one second. Um, but my point is, we can't lose sight of who we are as people. One of the things that I used to hear a lot of times when I was on my journey and I was losing 100 pounds was a lot of people would always deflect back to me and they would always say, you were a beautiful soul back then, just like you're a beautiful soul right now. And you're investing in people, you were investing in people back then, but you do it more confidently and you're more outgoing, you do it with a smile on your face and you do all these different things. And that stood out to me, right? That stood out to me because as I sat back and I thought to myself, okay, I can never, I never, ever, ever want to lose sight of who I am as a person. And I think we do that sometimes. I feel like we, as a society, whether we, let's just look, look at all kinds of scenarios, right? Let's say, for instance, millionaires, people that become millionaires, they win the lottery. What happens? They change, right? You lose weight. You change on the back end. Your mindset may change, and you don't want it to, but it's natural. It's human nature to do so. What about, like I just said a minute ago, social media aspect? You gain a large following. You got a bunch of people following you, liking you, sharing you, all this different stuff, and then you start to feel a certain way, and you start to change a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. So all these things that we're talking about are all part of the human psyche. It's all part of who we are as people and who we are as humans. And at the end of the day, why do we do that? I mean, what's the reason that we change so much? How come we come or we become a different version of ourselves just based on the surroundings that are there? It's interesting to me because for me, I also found myself doing that at times, but I have a balancer. I have a equilibrium. I have a person that holds me at bay, keeps me in check and is able to look at me and say, hold on, remember. Your attitude about social media is always, if I can impact one person, one person that can make an impact on their life, and I can move them forward and be able to show some positivity or some some really good things, then that's all that you ever really wanted to achieve and, and accomplish, correct? And I'm like, yes. And she's like, so you need to take your eye off of some of the bigger things. The she I'm talking about is my beautiful wife, Crystal. So she's my balance. She's my yin and yang. She's my other end. She's literally like the person that if I'm getting way too high, she's the person that says, nope, we're knocking that down. Or if I get way too low, she's like, think about what you're doing and how many impacts you're making and those kind of things. And I need that balance, right? In this space that I'm playing in because I naturally, internally and mentally start to change who I am as a person. And it's interesting because I don't want to. I'm not intending to do so. I don't want to become somebody different just based on the fact that I have more things or more surroundings or more money or more fame or whatever else you call it. Uh, nobody wants to be there. They want to be true to who they are as a person, correct? So we want to be a person that is true to themselves invest in other people, and never takes their eye off the prize of the fact of I'm a good person, I'm a genuine person, and those kind of things. So why do we let these things happen? And what can we do moving forward to stop ourselves from doing that? It, it's there, There's no answer for this. It's more around how do we think about these kind of situations, and how can we arm ourselves with things to be able to give ourselves checks and balances? So one of the big things that I know that I have to do for myself, not only with my balancer and my wife, and she's the person that sits back to me and says, check yourself before you wreck yourself, right? But I also need to remember a couple really important things, okay? Two really, really important things. 
One of them is I've always, always got to keep in mind what my why is. What's the reason that I'm doing the things that I'm doing? Does Now, whys can change. Over time, whys can become something big or something smaller, or you can adjust it or pivot or whatever you're going to do. But whys are the most important part of what we're doing. Why are you trying to lose weight? Why are you trying to get the advancement at work? Why are you giving back to people or volunteering? Why are you doing all these things you're doing? You have to ask yourself the whys and always take inventory of what those whys are to always keep in your pocket to keep you grounded for the things that you're doing. Because we become too flighty and too big headed at times when we're really just trying to make a difference. And it's sad that it's that way. And it comes across that way. Even if you're not intentionally doing it, even if you're not, you you purposely sit back and say, I'm going to put the checks and balances in place. I'm not going to go down the road of doing those kind of things. I'm not, I'm not going to let it get bigger than what I am and, and those kind of things. But it, in all honesty, nature brings it right into play here. Joyce, thank you so much for saying thank you for what you do. Appreciate it. I'll put your comment right down there. As I'm on the live, <clears throat> on the audio portion of it, We'll be able to take a look at it and, and and make some adjustments. But so at the, at the end of the day, you can put the checks and balances all that you want to, to be able to keep yourself grounded. So one, remember your whys. I'm even going to put it as a little banner right here, right here on the live broadcast. Okay. Remember the whys. Okay. This is one of the big ones, because if you can remember your whys and you can take a look at it to say to yourself, What's the reason I'm doing the things that I do? Is it my kids? Great. Then don't lose sight of being who you are to continue to move forward and not listen to all the noise and get caught up in the whatever drama that you got to get caught up in. Remember your wise to keep moving forward to be that great parent that your children so richly deserve. And if that's your why, your why is that you want to do this for your family, then there it is. That's your why. Remember, like I just said a minute ago, your whys can change. It, you can adjust. Let's say, for instance, your why was a, originally to get out of debt. My why was because I wanted to, to afford to be able to do the things with my family and I want to get out of debt. So you're going through and you're putting the work in and you're diving in. And you're, you're, you're making things happen. You're paying off bills. You're doing everything you have to do. You're investing. You're having all these conversations. You're doing everything you have to do. And then you get to a point where you've actually hit the goal. So what's your why now and what's your reason for doing it? Yes, it was to be with the family. Your reason was because you wanted to be able to afford vacations or go different places with your family because you wanted to be out of debt. But now that the out of debt piece of it is gone, what's the new normal look like for you? It may still be that vacation piece, but what's the new portion of where it's at? You need to adjust those sometimes, right? Not big ones because your whys are true to your core. A lot of those are right down deep inside of who you are. Don't lose sight of your whys and what you're doing. So as we had this conversation, we were diving into the fact that social media can change somebody or the likes and follows can really change the view of things. My eyes were opened and I was having an aha moment for myself going, you're absolutely right. And that's not just with social media, that's with anything. How about people that are training for marathons or trying to lose weight or whatever, and they're they're working out and they're going through CrossFits and they're going through whatever it is that they're doing and they're, and they're exercising and they're having a, a blast doing so. And they're in this community of people that are so supportive and lift you up and they, they get you to where you need to be and they keep on encouraging you and getting you to where you need to be. And then you finally hit the targets that you're trying to be able to look for. 
right? And then like, oh, what's next? And what are you going to do next? Or whatever else. And maybe some of the, the encouragement piece is no longer there. And it's not as much of an uplifting, but it's more of the grind of me being able to continue to move forward and, and, and do what I have to do. So now things are adjusting and they're changing. Just like weight loss. If you go through weight loss and you're losing weight and you hit your goal of your weight loss and then you hit it and you're there and you, all your whole intention was to lose the weight, just like in CrossFit and lifting weights to be able to gain muscle and whatever else, you get to a point where you hit your target and your goal, then you say what's next and what's now. Right? Do I lose sight of who I always have been, my true sense of who I am, or do I embrace who I like this new me and what I'm doing? And does it change me as a person? Probably not. More often than not, the true being of who you are is at the core of who you are. You can't lose sight of that, right? You can't lose sight of being a good parent, being a wonderful sister or brother, being a good child, doing whatever you have to do that you know are your true core values to who you are as a person. Don't ever lose sight of those. No matter what kind of goals you get to, no matter what kind of things that you do or anything like that. Let's see what we got here. Jordan says, thank you for providing daily inspiration, motivation, and coffee talk. Jordan, thanks so much. Thanks so much for joining in on YouTube. I appreciate you. You and Joyce uh, for stopping into the live here. So this is live podcast. This is going to get loaded up into the audio format, and then I'm going to put it out to the masses. So it's a little different than what normally happens, but the, the, the root core of what we're talking about here is all about being true to yourself. Don't lose sight of who you really are as a person. I had a conversation with a good friend of mine. His name is Joe Atang. He has another show on YouTube called Cup of Joe. And we were talking about the fact of I had people in my corner that were saying, hey, I want to get you a bunch of followers. Let's let's promote you. Let's do all kinds of different stuff. And I, and, and I had a conversation with Joe and both of us, I was looking at him and I said, you know, if I get a bunch of followers, great. If that means more eyes are on the content that I'm putting out and the podcast that I'm doing and all this different stuff, awesome. You know what I mean? Like that that matters at the end of the day when you're looking at trying to build a brand and do those kind of things and really spread positivity. But at the end of the day, if I'm a low amounts of followers that I have there, but I'm making impacts on people's lives or the engagement of those people are amazing and they're investing back in me and they're commenting and we're having conversations and it's become social like social media really needs to be and we're having uplifting conversations and building each other up and somebody might need a, land, a hand lended to them or whatever it is and I'm there for them at that moment in time then that's really what matters at the end of the day so if you're doing the things that you're doing, this is what you have to ask yourself. If you're doing the things that you're doing and it's staying true to who you really are and you're not losing sight of that, right? You're not losing sight. You're not going off the tracks on the right or the left and you're not letting it get too big or getting it too much into your head about the reasons why you're doing the things that you're doing. If you can, if you can stay true to the course of who you are as an individual, then you're on the right path. But if you find yourself letting all the noise get in the way, the big stuff, the money, the fame, you know, I'm, I know I'm talking big picture, but this could be for anybody, anybody hitting goals that you wanted to be able to hit. Don't let it get to your head. I've seen it so often on how my, my buddy John and I were talking about how marriages break up because one person lost weight and the other person hasn't yet. And the person that lost weight now has confidence. And the person that lost weight is in a different place. And they're really just this different person. 
when they really aren't a different person, but they feel like they're a different person because they are now being told you lost so much weight. You look amazing. You're beautiful. All these different things, which they probably could have been told that before as well. But societal differences and the things that we try to be able to bring into play where we don't appreciate people for who they are and their value of what they bring to the table, but rather their look and their aesthetics. But those compliments can play into someone's head. And when you're looking at it and you're, you're saying, okay, am I changing? Well, a lot of times people do. This is where you've got to put the barriers in place. Come up with your plan of what's going to happen when you hit your goals. If it's financially, you hit your goals, great. What are you going to do then? What Do your whys change? Probably not. Your whys probably don't change. But your attitude may change. And you've got to be somebody that is going to be prepared for those things when it happens. Be prepared for success. Okay, that's one of the other things I said in another podcast that a person really, really enjoyed because they said, you got me thinking about what success looks like for me, not just about the journey getting there, not just about trying to gain followers and not trying to be able to lose weight or in the process of run marathons or get promoted or anything like that. None of those things. What I'm saying is, is what happens when you hit success? What happens when you get to the point where you feel like, hey, you know what? I've now hit my goal and my target. What does that look like? Have you planned that out? Because if you haven't, this is where you might get into the place where we start to change who we are as a person and we start to change who we are and the view that we have, even if we unintentionally do it and we're not trying to be anything different than who we were before, but it's a natural case of things to happen in the meantime. So what is your plan for when you're successful at the things that you're doing? And I think that that's something really super important to talk about. I think we need to think about those things. So not only are you in this podcast here thinking to yourself, okay, I'm never going to change. Uh, listen, I'm who I am. That's who I am. And that's why I would never change. Well, it, it, it could happen. And I've seen it happen often and many times happen for the bad side of the coin, right? So what you have to do is you have to arm yourself and prepare yourself for the journey itself that, you, that lies ahead of you if you're trying to go for a goal. One while you're going through it and while you're trying to do it, just like we opened this podcast with, remember your whys. Remember the reasons why you're doing the things that you do. Is there a reason why you have all these goals and intentions to be able to get to was because of your kids or whoever it is? Write that down. Put that on your board as these are my whys and list it out there for you to be successful with right? So you can always tap into it. So no matter where you are, you can always go back and look at your whys and say, oh, you know what? That's why I'm doing this. Oh, you know what? I don't want to lose sight of my goals. I don't want to not take advantage of the opportunities that I have and keep on moving forward because those are the reasons why I'm continuing to do it. Or if I fall and I fail, I know that I can bounce back based on the fact that those whys are really close to me, right? So first part, write down your whys, take your inventory of your whys, and really make those tangible items of things you're working for. And the second part of it is prepare yourself for success. Guys, we're all trying to be successful, aren't we? I mean, we're trying to be in a place where we can dig hard, work hard, do the things that we have to do to go achieve success and those kind of things. Let's see. Let's see here. Another comment comes in. This is great, Shane. First time actually being able to catch your podcast. Love this. Oh, thanks so much. That's from a, a LFB. M-E-R Beamer. <laughs> I know you. <yeah. laughs> All right. So um, so basically, right? Write down your whys, take inventory, write them on the board, make them tangible and whatever. And then on the second end, on the back end, what does success look like for you? 
Are you prepared to actually be successful? Or are you in a better space always trying to stretch for that goal and always trying to scrape and claw to get there? And that identifies you. But what happens if you actually hit your goals? What happens if you actually are successful? And so this is kind of ties it all the way back around to what we were just talking about around the um, social media aspect of it with people that gain large followings and they change as a person. Do you know why? Because they weren't prepared for what they actually got when the success hit them. Or if that's their goal of success, if that's their their target of what success is for followers or likes or those kind of things, when, when they hit it, are they ready for it? I don't know. A lot of times, maybe not. And maybe it really overwhelms them and becomes something that's bigger. And then they start doing things differently than they've ever done before. They start becoming a different person than who they are. And I know I'm talking about social media here with this, but this could be relatable to any single thing that we're talking about here, right? Anything we're talking about. Because if you're not prepared for success and you're not prepared to succeed in the realm that we're playing in, whatever it is that you're working on, what happens when you do? Will you change as a person? Maybe. You might. Will you be happy about that? Probably not, right? You're probably not going to be happy at doing that. If you're, how about this? If you are putting in for the lottery and you know the chances are one in some odd bazillion, gazillion to one chances of you actually winning the lottery. And then you think to yourself, okay, if I hit the lottery, what would I do then? Have you actually planned that out, right? I mean, if you win the lottery, what happens to a lot of people is if you've seen all the stories, you've seen all the things on TV and movies and everything else, you see people that have hit the lottery and what happens? They get in the mix of the wrong people. They have these investors come in. They try to take over their money. They empty all their bank accounts. They do everything they have to do. They buy these big spending and all this stuff like that because they weren't prepared for success when it came around. It's, it's, it's relatable to anything we're doing. So this is where my head's been going a lot lately is when you find success and when you get to the place where you actually are successful at the things you're doing, are you ready? So write down your whys, make them tangible, make them relevant, make them something you can sink your teeth into to understand, to, to really feel out and know that they're really important to you for the entire journey from there on out, right? And then... What is your success plan? On the back of your journal where you write down maybe some things that you're writing down, some thoughts of how you're doing and what you're doing and how you're going through stuff and whatever else, on the back end of your journal, have a couple pages set out for what happens when I'm successful. Think about that. I don't think many of us have thought about that, right? I don't think there's a lot of people here that think about what our path is when we are successful. We shoot for success and we drive for success and we try to kill for success and get there and scrape and claw and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, we're not ready for it because we haven't really thought about it. You know, what is the plan if you get that master's degree? Are you just going to have a piece of paper that sits on the, on, on the table? Or are you going to do something with it? Do you have a plan around what you're going to do with that? Are you going to use that master's degree to get the the promotion that you're looking for or be able to move into a different position or a different job or whatever it is. See, that's that's the planning por portion of success. If you get the success and you are successful at what you're trying to fight for, what's going to happen then? I think it's so important to think about. So I hope you guys are really getting your brain gears going, right? Getting them going, moving around, thinking about this kind of stuff. It is pretty scary, isn't it? 
it's scary. I think what you're saying, Susan, I have another comment from Susan uh, coming in saying it's scary. I think what you mean is, is that if you are successful, are we prepared for it? Why do you think a lot of times people that are successful with weight loss, a lot of people put weight right back on, if not double, triple, and quadruple what they had before? Why? Because they weren't they weren't prepared for success. They weren't prepared for when they got to the finish line and they were like, even though I believe there is no finish line, but they weren't prepared when they finally got there and they were able to hit that that goal. They sat back and said, oh, um, what, what do I do now? Like, okay, well, there's no more rah-rah Yahoo Cocoa Puffs going on anymore and there's no more huge celebrations. So that's gone. And what does that look like moving forward? Do I change my eating habits moving forward? Am I going to be somebody different? And be able to put a plan in place to make sure that I can continue to maintain and do the things that are necessary. A lot of times we're not we're not prepared for that success. So think about that today, guys. Okay. So I'm going to put this this podcast on audio format. I'm going to load it up. I'm going to shoot it out there on iTunes and all the other platforms that I have the podcast on. And for any of you that was able to be able to catch it right here on the live with me on YouTube and on my Facebook page, uh, throw a couple comments in there, a couple likes, whatever else. If you like this format, I can, I, I, I'm thinking about trying to start to do uh, every once in a while some more of these types of things. And then also do some interviews coming up too. I've done a couple in the past, but I've got a couple lined up for some really special people, some people that are plant-based eaters, other people that are just amazing dads, other people that are social influencers and things like that, that I can bring in on the podcast to really bring up and uh, you know elevate the conversation content that's going on with this. But let me know what's going on. No more excuses, Susan. There you go. I, I love that from Facebook. But let me know what's going on with you. I'll put the audio out to you guys. Leave some comments. If you guys do get a chance on iTunes, go down to the comment section, right down in the uh, feedback section, section. Give me whatever rating you want to be able to do and just leave a little bit of a comment on there for my uh, other listeners or people that are prospective listeners to the podcast can really learn what it's all about, okay? I love all you people. I love all the support that you guys give me every single day and all the comments that I do get are just amazing and they're humbling and I'm just so adore. I adore all of you. And I'm, I'm really appreciative of each and every one of you guys. So I'm going to end this live broadcast with just that fact. Okay, we're going to do a really quick summary. Remember your whys, quantify it, write it down, make sure you know it's good to go. And then over here, make sure that you are planning out what your success plan looks like on the back page. Make sure you know when you hit your goals, what that looks like and how you're going to handle the success when it's given to you. And when you've worked that hard to get there, how that feels and how you're going to respond to that. Okay. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk soon and we'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use. 